Hello, and welcome to Transformation by Truth podcast, where the call become the chosen and those who have been dedicated to serve the Most High receive the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth as we progress our quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life. My name is D.L. Anderson. I'll be your tour guide. Let's get started with today's lesson. Hello, my friends, Deal Anderson here. Welcome back to our Transformation by Truth podcast and day four of the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life 2022, week one. Now, we're getting closer to the end of the week. I know many of you are excited to be embarking on this quest of a lifetime beginning next week. I'm excited too, but I want to caution you not to look past what is in front of you. And what is in front of us is a very powerful lesson on the most important figure in our quest. So stay excited about what's coming next week, but be even more excited and focused on today's podcast and the good word of truth the Father has for you today. Now, today's podcast is day four of our Blueprint of the Quest series, a series dedicated to ensuring you understand the most important facets of this journey and what you should expect over the next 52 weeks as we carry on the quest. Here again, you should consider this week as one week dedicated to preparing you for the quest of a lifetime because your success will determine where you spend your eternity. And since everyone who has joined us on this quest is in search of everlasting life, I call upon you to embrace this inaugural week for how you start any journey is usually the greatest factor in how you will finish. Now let's discuss our series objectives. Now here you see on day four, the objective is to discuss the role of Messiah in our quest. Now without further ado, I wanna to present to you our feature lesson, introducing the quest for holiness, perfection and everlasting life 2022 day four. Now, the title of today's podcast is The Role of Yahushua Messiah in Our Quest. I gave you an example that you should do as I have done. John 13, 15. Now, the objectives of today's lesson are, one, discuss the importance of belief in Yahushua Messiah. Two, examine Messiah's role as it pertains to our pillars of growth. Three, examine Messiah's role as it pertains to our pillars of mastery. And four, examine Messiah's role as it pertains to our pillar of purpose. Let's begin with believing in Yahushua Messiah. Now, there are hundreds of reasons why we should believe in Yahushua Messiah, especially if we plan to finish our quest and inherit everlasting life. I'm going to discuss three in this podcast, beginning with the fundamental reason. He is the causer of our salvation. And this is the title of our next session, The Causer of Our Salvation. Now, this simply means Yahushua Messiah, by his life, 
his sacrifice, and his resurrection has opened the door for us to experience both the present and eternal manifestations of salvation. In essence, we are saved because of him. Hebrews 5, 5 through 6 reads, So also the Messiah did not extol himself to become high priest, but it was he who said to him, You are my son, today I have brought you forth. As he also says in another place, You are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. Who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and petitions with strong crying and tears to him, who was able to save him from death, and was heard because of his reverent fear. Though being a son, he learned obedience by what he suffered. And having been perfected, he became the causer of everlasting deliverance to all those obeying him. Now, this passage brings out three very critical points. One, Messiah learned obedience by what he suffered. Two, Messiah achieved perfection in his life by obedience. And three, Messiah has been elevated by Elohim to be the causer of salvation to those who are obeying him. Now, this proves it is impossible to be within the realm of salvation and at the same time walk in disobedience to the Father's will and the commands of Messiah, which are one. And those who believe this false doctrine are demeaning both Messiah and Elohim in the worst way. Now, here's a question. Do you think Messiah was suffered the way he did, being obedient to death, so sinners and false disciples could inherit eternal life? The answer is not at all. As the word of truth says, he is a causer of everlasting deliverance to all those obeying him. Here's a question. So how do we demonstrate our obedience to Yahushua Messiah? The answer, by following his example. And this is the focal reason why we must believe in Yahushua Messiah. Let's now discuss the example of our salvation. Now, following the example of Yahushua Messiah simply means our lives are progressively more and more like his life. And at the conclusion of our quest, we should, from a spiritual perspective, be transformed into a perfect reflection of our master, without deviation and without flaw. Now, I added emphasis to the clause from a spiritual perspective because there are many quote-unquote good people in our world who do many quote-unquote good works from a physical perspective. And many readily yet inaccurately presume these individuals are following Messiah's example. Now, here's the question. How do you know who is truly following Messiah's example when goodness has degenerated into a subjective spiritual standard. Here's the answer. By their ability to operate within the complete spiritual model of Yahushua Messiah. Now, this requires us all at some point 
to demonstrate the same dominion, authority, and power he demonstrated. And this is the primary validation. We are his disciple. It is our ability to do the works he did. Otherwise, how can we honestly say he is our example? Luke 6.40 reads, A disciple is not above his master, but everyone that is perfect shall be like his master. Now, in line with this verse, we should, at some point, achieve perfection as Yahushua Messiah if we are his disciples and he is our example. Messiah clearly says, everyone that is perfect shall be like his master. And since our master is perfect, we too must at some point achieve perfection. And this is precisely why we are on this quest. It's because perfection is the door at the end of the way of holiness. Now, this speaks to the third and critical reason why we must believe in Yahushua Messiah. It's because he is the facilitator of our salvation. Now, upon achieving perfection and leaving us his example to follow, Yahushua Messiah qualified himself to become the mediator between Elohim and man. So now let's discuss the topic, the facilitator of our salvation. Now, Hebrews 7, 22 to 24 reads, by as much as this Yahushua hath become a guarantor of a better covenant, and indeed those that became priests were many because they were prevented by death from continuing, but he, because he remains forever, has an unchangeable priesthood. Therefore, he is also able to save completely those who draw near to Elohim through him, ever living to make intercession for them. For it was fitting that we should have such a high priest, kind, innocent, undefiled, having been separated from sinners and exalted above the heavens, who does not need, as those high priests, to offer up slaughter offerings day by day, first for his own sins and then for those of the people. For this he did once for all when he offered up himself. For the Torah appoints as high priests men who have weakness, but the word of the oath, which came after the Torah, appoints the Son, having been perfected forever. Now, 1 Timothy 2, 5-6 reads, For there is one Elohim and one mediator between Elohim and men, the man Messiah, Yahushua, who gave himself a ransom for all to be witnessed in its own seasons. So here you have it. Yahushua is a causer of our salvation, the example of our salvation, and he is the facilitator of our salvation. Now, as our mediator, Yahushua Messiah is, in effect, causing our salvation. Vis-a-vis, -vis, he governs the spiritual process in which we are transformed into his image. Now, this brings us back to the fundamental reason we must believe in him, creating an infinite cycle. So here you have it. It begins as Messiah causing our salvation with his sacrifice, then providing us his example for our salvation, 
And then as our mediator, he facilitates our salvation, which then in turn causes our salvation as we are being set apart, as we are progressively being saved. And this model of the infinite cycle is a trademark of the word of truth. So whenever you see this type of infinite cycle in the word of truth, you know it's validating the word of Elohim. Now, all the points we discussed thus far only apply to those who believe in Yahushua Messiah. All others, despite their levels of subjective goodness, are not following his example. As such, they are not being saved. Let's now discuss who believes in him. Now, believing in Yahushua Messiah is not equivalent or limited to a fruitless confession of one's belief in the Savior to be followed by a contradictory, powerless life marred with sin and other spiritual deficits our master never possessed and did not call us to. Believing in Yahushua Messiah requires us to put our belief into action, the end result being perfection and a sinless life. Now, the conglomerate church as an entity does not believe in Yahushua Messiah. Rather, they have twisted the scriptures, and as a result, they have deceived themselves into believing they will have everlasting life apart from following the example of our beloved Savior. Now, 2 Peter 3.10 reads, But the day of Yahuwah shall come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with intense heat, and the earth and the works that are in it shall be burned up. Seeing all these are to be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be in set-apart behavior and godliness, looking for and hastening the coming of the day of Elohim, through which the heavens shall be destroyed, being set on fire, and the elements melt with intense heat? But according to his promise, we wait for a renewed heavens and a renewed earth in which righteousness dwells. So then, beloved ones, looking forward to this, do your utmost to be found by him in peace, spotless and blameless. And reckon the patience of our master as deliverance, as also our beloved brother Shaul wrote to you, according to the wisdom given to him, as also in all his letters, speaking in them, concerning these matters, in which some are hard to understand, which those who are untaught and unstable twist to their own destruction, as they do also the other scriptures. You then, beloved ones, being forewarned, watch, lest you also fall from your own steadfastness, being led away with the delusion of the lawless, but grow in the favor and knowledge of our Master and Savior, Yahushua Messiah. To him be the esteem, both now and forever. Amen. Now, the delusion of the lawless can be summed up in one line. The spiritual fallacy which leads men and women to suppose they are on the path that leads to everlasting life while simultaneously failing to adhere to the truth required to keep them on this path. That is the example of Yahushua Messiah, the way, the truth, 
and the life. Now, it's impossible to believe in Yahushua's Messiah and fail to consistently follow his example, for your belief is confirmed when your actions are aligned with the object of your faith. John 3.36 reads, He who believes in the Son possesses everlasting life, but he who does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of Elohim remains on him. Let's now discuss Messiah's role in our quest. Now, Yahushua Messiah obviously has many roles associated with his offices of causer, example, and facilitator. From now, I want to discuss his role in our quest with specific regards to the seven pillars of our faith. Now, these fall under the full category of his example. Now, Messiah not only taught us how to pray, he is the example of effectual prayer. In Matthew 6, 5-15, Messiah teaches his disciples how to pray. And in Matthew 21, 18-22, Messiah demonstrates the power of faith as it pertains to prayer. Now, Messiah not only taught us how to fast, he is our example of effectual fasting. In Matthew 6, 16 through 18, Messiah teaches his disciples how to fast. And then also Matthew 17, 14 through 21, Messiah lets his disciples know that fasting is required on some occasions of spiritual warfare. Next, Messiah not only taught us how to remain focused on the Father's will, he is the example of the kingdom of Elohim for all those who are seeking. Matthew 6, 25-34, Messiah teaches his disciples to focus on the kingdom and not on the cares of this life. And in Matthew 7, 7-12, Messiah confirms the power of focus, revealing all who are seeking in accordance with the Father's will shall find. Now, the dominion, authority, and power we have explicit and unremitting access to is a direct result of his life, his death, and resurrection. And it's the only reason why we can send beyond surviving spiritual warfare. Brothers and sisters, we can thrive. Matthew 28, 19 reads, And Yahushua came up and spoke to them, saying, All power and authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Daniel 7, 13 reads, I was looking in the night visions and saw one like the son of Adam coming with the clouds of the heavens. And he came to the ancient of days and they brought him near before him. And to him was given dominion and preciousness and they reigned that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away and his reign that which shall not be destroyed. Revelation eleven fifteen reads, And the seventh messenger sounded, and there came to be loud voices in the heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdom of our master and of his Messiah, and he shall reign forever and ever. Now, finally, being dedicated for the foundation of the world, he is our example of dedication and the epitome of the phrase faithful until death 
to offer us the gift of everlasting life. First Peter 1, 18 to 20 reads, knowing that you were redeemed from your futile behavior, inherited from your fathers, not with what is corruptible, but with the precious blood of Messiah, as of a lamb unblemished and spotless, foreordained indeed before the foundation of the world, but manifested in these last times for your sakes. Now, here's the final word. Don't call Yahushua Messiah your leader if you are not willing to follow. Now, the religious world is filled with men and women who claim to believe in Yahushua Messiah. Yet many of them resist the call to adhere to his example and to follow his steps. Trust me, they will have their reward. And so will we. For by following the steps of the perfect man, we are following the path into everlasting life. Now, let's discuss what's next in this series. We just completed day four, the role of Yahushua Messiah in our quest. And tomorrow is day five, the last day in this series, entitled, They Shall Be Mine. Now, if you're a member and have questions, please click the Q&A box underneath the video player. Likewise, if you have comments you want to share with the group, please share those in the comment box located underneath the Q&A box. Now, if you're not a member and you have questions about today's podcast, feel free to contact us via our website at www.pinnaclefornius.com using the form on our contact page and we'll respond to you as soon as we can. And thank you for being with us today. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember to tune in with us every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern. And if you haven't already, visit us at www.pinnacleofholiness.com and make sure you sign up to join the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life 2022.